Have you been wanting to attract more finances into your life? Is there someone that you would like to meet, maybe a significant other to spend the rest of your life with? Or maybe you just want to lose those stubborn pounds and haven't been able to do it. Well, guess what? We can help with our life coaching sessions. These will include a 160-minute consultation, group access, and one free group webinar per month. Visit the website, www.thegoldenrace.org. If you want to change your life today, you've come to the right place here at The Golden Race. with a very special guest. Her name is Ashley and she has had an experience that she's going to share with the audience. Ashley, go ahead and share your experience that you had with our audience. It, my trauma started way beyond 2016. It started as a child being bullied throughout school. My biological father hitting me across the head and calling me effing stupid. So my self-esteem took a blow there. And then in college, I ended up in an abusive relationship. And then after that all happened, I found myself in two situations in 2016. One, I was running on a path in broad daylight and I was assaulted. And then in August 2016, I was almost murdered. I was a witness to a homicide. And uh, I went out to the apartment, had all the doors locked behind me. And I didn't think I was getting out there for a second. I thought that that was it for me. I ended up being strangled and sexually assaulted. I ended up having a knife pointed to my back and told me this day would be easier. He ended up going to the washroom, so I ran down 18 flights of stairs. I found out at the trial that I missed him by second. And then in October of 2016, I had my first suicide attempt because I could not take all the emotions that I was going through. The PTSD, the anxiety, the depression, all got the best of me. Thank goodness for the detectives who were so supportive throughout this and victim services at the court. And they got me counseling right away. So I was able to move forward with that and get the proper help that I needed. Um, the reason I started this healing journey and doing podcasts and, and writing a book and writing blogs is because the detectives actually asked me something before they ever even asked me a single question. They asked me if I could promise them to not turn to the streets for drugs, prostitution, alcohol, etc. And that just tells you right there that the statistics are so high for survivors of crime to turn to a negative outlet than a positive outlet. Hmm. Yes, I'm so sorry to hear that all of those things happened to you the way that they did. What happens typically when people go through such traumatic experiences, it does, it gets very bad, they turn to the streets, they end up not wanting to get along in society. So to see that you've turned your life around and used it for good is wonderful. Can you go a little bit deeper though into how did you not end up on the streets? How did you learn how to cope? 
Um, I actually had an amazing support team that was there for me every single day. The counseling definitely helped. I did some EMDR training as well, so that's going back to your original trauma and reliving it all over again. I also, the gym saved my life. Like, I cannot tell you, I mean, it's going to be different for every single person, but for me, the gym is so much more than just like getting in shape and looking good. It's like the mental component, it's the emotional component, it is the physical component as well. Literally saved my life, but every single person is so different and they're so unique and everybody's going to have a different coping strategy, a different coping method. Some people are going to want to paint, some people are going to want to journal, um, some people are going to want to go for a run. It's all about what works for people. It's about finding that positive outlet because once you have something to look forward to in your day, you have a better chance at healing and growing and getting through. You'll never get over it, but you can get through it. Yeah, it's wonderful that you mentioned the gym because that's something that we're big on with our organization. We have a natural health center and we do encourage all of our members to participate. We do group detoxes. We do all types of activities and things with them. Taibo, yoga, meditation to try to help them because right now what's going on with COVID is just crazy. <laughs> and so many people... Yes, it really is. So yeah. many people right now are suffering because people are dying and they're losing everything. Yeah, COVID really, really hindered everything. Um, I mean, yes, I understand the severity of COVID, but it also, like, for people that suffer from mental health, it makes it that much more worse for them. I mean, it was a struggle for me to get out of bed on a Sunday because I didn't have the gym. Like, at the beginning of COVID, when uh, the gym was reopening the first time, they actually had one-hour sessions, so you had to pretty buck your time. And at least I had that time that I knew I needed to get up, shower, I had to be at the gym for that time. And to not have that for months on end was extremely difficult. I mean, I still worked out from home, but it's not the same thing. Like when you work out at home, well, you can do that anytime, anywhere. I was going for runs, but it just, it wasn't the same. It didn't have the same impact. You know, the gym gives me something to look forward to. It's also a social thing too. I know a lot of people there. I used to work for the company. It's just an amazing atmosphere to be in. And to not have that was really a setback. It was a struggle. There were some days I did feel really depressed. And you know, like that depression, that PTSD, that anxiety is always gonna be there. But then when you have those triggers, it's really hard. So that's where it's important and vital to, when you're having a hard time, to reach out. Or reach out to your counselor, dig into your toolbox, find those supports, find those networks find maybe a positive substitute for it. So even though the workouts at home weren't that decent, at least I had some type of substitute for it or going for a run. It's trying to still maintain that consistency, that routine, that structure for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's very important as far as maintaining structure, routine, and being able 
person just kind of escape what's going on. Because I know that right now, everybody is pretty much programmed watching television and watching the news. And they're allowing what they're seeing on TV to create their reality. So you are truly an inspiration to a lot of people because for you to have gone through what you've been through and be able to still keep your sanity, still be able to function in life without just giving up. A lot of people are committing suicide. So I applaud you in everything that you've been through and that you're here now to motivate others. I want you to go a little bit deeper into your book and what you're doing and how you can help other people who may be in the same situation. I mean, you're never completely healed after you've gone through such horrific traumas. I mean, the anniversary of August 28th is coming up. It was just the deceased's birthday on August 3rd. So August is a huge reminder of everything, and those anniversaries can be triggers. So it's all about looking after yourself and taking care of yourself, and I don't think that is ever selfish. What I'm doing now is I have the book called Finding Strength Through Tragedy that I released on June 22nd of this year and it's about domestic violence, it's about strength. Often we don't think about strength until we have no other choice but to be strong. And domestic violence is a very important topic too because you know so many people are like oh why doesn't she just leave? People don't understand that you're at your highest risk of death when you leave your abuser, which is called separation assault. I talk about manipulation, I talk about power, I talk about control, dominance, I talk about, you know, going into the hospital after I was strangled, I talk about the signs to look for after you've been strangled, I talk about PTSD, anxiety, depression, who I am today, finding love after tragedy. My blogs too are just, I, I'm loving writing them. I find them so therapeutic. I'm just writing one as we speak right now actually on PTSD. I wrote one about relationships after trauma, heartbreak after trauma, who I am today, um, you know, taking the steps to heal instead of hurt. I'm also releasing a course called Heal as well, which will be out soon. And um, then I just released my YouTube channel as well that I'm super thrilled about. This whole project is just about inspiring as many lives as I possibly can and helping others because, you know, I would love to sit here and say that what I went through is an isolated situation, but this is a worldwide epidemic. People are survivors and witnesses to crime every single day, worldwide, nationwide, countrywide. And enough is enough. Something needs to be done. Action needs to be taken place here because I cannot sit here and and not care, you know, when there are so many people hurting and turning to the streets. And some people have support systems, but it's realizing is this a negative support system for yourself or is that positive? And I think it's so careful. I even wrote a blog on this. It's called Watch Your Words because people are just so quick to judge and point fingers like I've had comments made at me like oh you didn't see this coming just so negative and so disrespectful and if you were to say that to I don't know a 16 or 17 year old girl that is just 
more blows to their self-esteem, self-confidence, self-worth. And that's where they end up turning to the streets by hearing these negative comments that they do not deserve whatsoever. You really have to watch your words with a trauma survivor. Words are vital. And you know what? Sometimes you just need to be that listening ear without any judgment necessary. They just need a sounding board sometimes. Sometimes that's the best support you can actually give somebody because judgment is not going to help. It's going to make the situation that much more worse. Yes, that is so true. Everything that you just said. Now, how do they contact you? They can actually contact me through um, Finding Strength Through Tragedy, which is a Facebook group. Ashley Inspires as well. On Instagram, there's Finding Strength Through Tragedy. There's Ashley Inspires on TikTok as well. There's an email to um, ashley.ashleyinspires.com. So there's many ways to get in touch with me, really all about helping other people and making a difference and, and spreading the message. Like I want to use what happened to me as a teaching lesson for somebody else who is going through it. And like I said, it's just, it's too common. Like I've been approached by parents here where I live. They had lost their son to murder as well. And now all she has left is this dog of her son's. And then somebody else I know was also murdered on their birthday. And he was around my age. So it's just, it's getting too common. Yeah. And that's not right. Like something needs to happen and a positive change needs to happen sooner than later because people can't keep hurting. It's so sad when you think about a 15, 16, 17 year old turning to the streets because they think that that is their only way to get through a horrific trauma. Yes, I agree 100%. You know, something definitely has to happen. Crime has just skyrocketed. Thank you so much for joining us today. The best radio station in the world, in the world, is right here, right now. The Golden Race. Conscious Radio for the Conscious Community.